This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, November 5th, 2022. This week in security news, on three occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding safety and security matters. First up, on Thursday, subscribers were notified of a public warning issued by the FBI's Newark office regarding a threat to synagogues. Quote, the FBI has received credible information of a broad threat to synagogues in New Jersey. We ask at this time that you take all security precautions to protect your community and facility. We will share more information as soon as we can. Stay alert. In case of emergency, call police. Unquote. News reports indicate the alert was issued after officials discovered a compelling online threat directed broadly at synagogues in New Jersey. As would be expected, authorities pounced. On Friday, federal law enforcement officials say the individual who made the online threat, quote, no longer poses a danger to the community. According to James Dennehy, the special agent in charge of the FBI's Newark office, when the individual was contacted and interviewed by law enforcement, he, quote, expressed radical extremist views and ideology as well as an extreme amount of hate against the Jewish community. Dennehy went on to say, quote, It doesn't appear there are others who pose a threat to Jewish synagogues affiliated with this subject of interest. Listeners are reminded that in December of 2019, a shooting took place at a kosher grocery store in the Greenville section of Jersey City, New Jersey, which left a total of six dead and three others wounded. Additionally, according to the Anti-Defamation League of New York, Reports of anti-Semitic incidents hit an all-time high in the U.S. for 2021, and nearly 30% of all of these events documented took place between New York and New Jersey. To highlight the need for increased vigilance at Jewish institutions outside of the Atlantic Northeast, a person of interest was taken into custody by the FBI on Friday in Birmingham, Alabama, after a backpack containing a propane tank and clothes that had been set on fire were found just outside of a synagogue in the city. Religious persecution is happening across the board, but with an emphasis on Judaism and Christianity. As such, Alert USA urges leadership of all places of worship to have direct lines of communication open with local law enforcement, as well as the nearest office of the FBI. If they are the first people you call in the event of an emergency, you're best served by building relationships with these authorities. Both have programs and capabilities to help you secure your facilities and create a safe environment for your members. Shifting over to the Korean Peninsula. North Korea has been engaged in its most intense period of missile testing ever in recent weeks, including intermediate-range and intercontinental ballistic missiles. These launches appear to be part of Kim Jong-un's long-term plan to strengthen the country's military capabilities, but they are also being used to express North Korea's anger with a string of military exercises held by the U.S. and South Korea over the last two months. More than a dozen missiles were launched on Thursday alone, including one believed to have been an intercontinental ballistic missile that failed in flight over the Sea of Japan. This particular launch raised concerns in Tokyo, triggering a rare warning via Japan's J-Alert emergency broadcast system, which urged people in the prefectures of Nagata, Yamagata, and Miyagi to take shelter. The Japanese government initially warned that the missile had overflown the country, Authorities later backtracked, saying it had lost track of the first missile over the Sea of Japan following second-stage separation. At a news conference Thursday, Japan's defense minister said the ICBM traveled a distance of 750 kilometers, but it hit a maximum altitude of 2,000 kilometers. Such firings, known as lofted launches, have been used by North Korea to avoid overflying neighboring nations and to test the resilience of warheads as they re-enter the atmosphere. 
Also on Thursday, following meetings in Washington, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and South Korean Defense Minister Lee Jong-suk held a press conference to address growing tensions on the peninsula. Here's a brief clip of the South Korean Defense Minister speaking through an interpreter. Today, through the 54th Security Consultative Meeting, hosted for the first time since the inauguration of the UN administration, we once again affirmed the robustness of the Iraq-U.S. military alliance and the steadfastness of the combined defense posture. Furthermore, reaffirmed that Iraq-U.S. alliance is developing into a global comprehensive strategic alliance based on shared values such as liberal democracy, human rights, and the rule of law. Secretary Austin and I held two ministerial meetings this year to work on the details of the agreements on defense areas as agreed upon during the May Rock U.S. presidential summit. Today was my third time to meet Secretary Austin, and we made a lot of achievements during this 54th SCM. Secretary Austin and I assessed the daily advances of DPRK nuclear and missile threats as a grave security challenge to the peace and stability not only on the Korean Peninsula and in the Northeast Asia, but for the international community. And in order to practically deter and respond to such threats, we agreed to further strengthen the alliance capabilities and posture. Secretary Austin committed to the provision of extended deterrence to the Republic of Korea, leveraging the full range of military capabilities, including not only nuclear and conventional forces, but missile defense capabilities, but also advanced non-nuclear capabilities, such as space, cyber, and electromagnetic capabilities. Secretary Austin and I affirmed that any nuclear attack by the DPRK, including the use of tactical nuclear weapons, is unacceptable and result in the end of Kim Jong-un regime by the overwhelming and decisive response of the alliance. Also this week, South Korea scrambled fighter jets on Friday after detecting 180 North Korean military flights near the border. The North Korean aircraft were detected in multiple inland areas in both of North Korea's coasts for a period of about four hours. In response, South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff say they urgently deployed 80 fighter jets, including a number of F-35As. Next up, in travel security news, Alert USA once again reminds listeners that a U.S. State Department worldwide caution is in effect, warning of the continuing threat of terrorist attacks, demonstrations, and other violent actions against U.S. citizens and interests overseas. According to the cautionary statement, current information suggests that terrorist organizations continue to plan terrorist attacks against U.S. interests in multiple regions across the globe. These attacks may employ a wide variety of tactics to include suicide operations, assassinations, kidnappings, hijackings, and bombings. With this in mind, those listeners planning travel abroad should set aside time to bolster the safety and security aspects of your trip. At a minimum, AlertUSA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website, as well as that of the CDC, for safety, security, and health considerations for your destination, as well as for the latest evolving international travel regulations. Do this regardless of your destination. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, AlertUSA also recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens, as security analysis and assessments often vary. Links to those foreign government sites can be found in the weekly Threat Journal email newsletter. Finally, AlertUSA also recommends U.S. citizens preparing to travel abroad take a few minutes to register your trip with the State Department's Smart Traveler Enrollment Program 
so you can receive important information directly from the embassy about safety conditions in your destination country both before and while you are there, as well as to help the embassy contact you in an emergency. All this stuff is easy, it's free, and could potentially save your life if you simply avail yourself of the resources. You can find more on each of the stories in this report in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. Take a moment and visit ThreatJournal.com to sign up. The publication is free, and a copy of this week's issue will be immediately sent to you via email. If you would like to receive breaking Homeland Security-related threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, visit AlertsUSA.com. AlertsUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, November 5th, 2022.